Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Jamel Sanders Show, a division of Jamel Sanders International, where we are empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. And I welcome you to another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Can you believe it? We're in the month of March already. And from my entrepreneurial mind, I'm thinking about the end of this quarter in just a few weeks and how we have already pretty much completed three months in this year. And hopefully that you're being productive, you're hitting your goals, your objectives, and the things that you want to accomplish for 2023. But that's enough about that. I want to thank you for uh, taking the time to join me again for another episode of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. I want to first of all say hello to anybody that may be listening to this for the very first time. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time out of your life, day, and schedule to join me for another edition of the Jamel Sanders Podcast. Uh, This podcast was started more than a decade ago, if you can really believe that. And we started with one intention, and that was to empower individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And every week through intriguing conversations, inspiring guests, intentional tools and strategies, we want to help you live your greatest life every single day. And so, like I say, it started about a decade ago as an idea, and here we are more than a decade later and still empowering people and Looking at the data and seeing uh, the impact that this podcast is having is amazing in parts of the world that I never imagined uh, that it would reach. So I'm so grateful for the opportunity to serve you and to do life with you. Hello to all of you that have been uh, frequent listeners on Apple Podcasts. I'm excited about some exclusive content coming to that platform soon. Hello to all of you listening to me on um Stitcher, all of you listening to me on Google, all of you listening to me on Spotify. Spotify is one of my favorite platforms, and we saw explosive growth on that platform last year. Uh, some of the countries and nations that are listening to this podcast is just unbelievable. And so I'm so grateful for those of you that continue to listen on Spotify. Hello to those of you listening to me on iHeartRadio those of you listening on Amazon Music, Audible, and any other platform that I may not have uh, named or listed that you may be listening to this podcast, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to do life with you and to serve you on your journey to success and prosperity in the days to come. I would love to connect with you beyond the show. You can reach out to me through my website, www.jamelsanders.com. Again, that's www.jamelsanders.com. There you'll find out more about me, products, services, and 
um, all of the great things that are happening within my organization. You can also sign up for my empowerment newsletter right there on our homepage. You'll find a link to my social media platforms with the exception of TikTok, which I believe is official Jamel Sanders. And I would love to connect with you. So I'm active on social. I look forward to hearing from you and hearing how the method of empowerment has touched and impacted your life. And you can find out more about my work beyond this podcast. I am the founder and CEO of Jamel Sanders International, LLC, a global management consulting advisory firm that was started with the intention of empowering individuals to fulfill purpose and maximize their greatest potential. And through capacity building systems and programs, we bring solutions to complex global problems. I have the opportunity and privilege of working with leaders in business and government around the world and helping them strategize and find solutions to uh, their most urgent needs and challenges around the world. So you can find out more about me and my work there. You can also find out about uh, products and services, more about my keynotes and uh, media coverage and all of that great stuff is on the website. And, of course, you can find out more about my books there as well. Um, I'm excited about my latest release. You know, let me just say this. I've written a lot of books, so people are always asking me, like, what's your favorite book? And I always say whatever book is the most recent release is my favorite because I've spent a considerable amount of time in my life pouring into that book. And it's just so hard to pick. But I do want to recommend one resource to you before uh, we take a quick break. I want to jump right into this today and not waste any time. But uh, I've recently released my 11th book. I did say 11, and this is Pressure, Unlocking the Power of Prophetic Intercession. Uh, this book is it's just amazing me in so many ways because this is the book I was not going to write. Uh, for as long as I can remember, everybody has been trying to get me to write a book around spirituality and prayer. Uh, people have watched my life and my prayer life for many years, and they said, nobody prays like you. You need to write about this. And one of the things that I kept grappling with, and I told my assistant, I said, I don't know if this book is going to resonate with people like the other books. I mean, I've written about identity, personal power, uh, soul liberation, the transformation of the mind, uh, soul evolution. I've written about leadership. I've written about innovation and disruptive thinking in, in leadership and business. I've covered so many topics, but I've never covered anything quite like this. And so um, I just finally sensed it was time to write it, and so I wrote it, and I just held my breath as the release date came. But what has amazed me about this book is that it has done far greater than I ever imagined it could do. And the personal stories of transformation that I'm hearing from this book surpass any book I've ever written. And so I'm so grateful. It's very personal. It's very intimate. It goes into my life, my journey, um, the lessons that have shaped who I am, the powerful foundation that my faith uh, plays in my life and the role of prayer. I would not be who I am, and I would not still be standing today without the power of prayer in my life. That's just a fact. And so the book delves into that. I go into what is prophetic intercession. I delve into the DNA of a prophetic intercessor. 
I talk about how to bring prophetic realities out of the eternal realm and into time, how to give birth to your prophetic destiny, and how to deal with the abortionists that would try to uh, cause you to abort the destiny in the future that God has for your life. It's a powerful book. You can get it from Amazon, Kindle, Nook. Most um, distributors uh, have access to pressure, and I know it's going to benefit your life in a very tremendous way. So let's take a very quick break, and I want to jump into this series. We'll be right back in just a moment. You're listening to The Jamel Sanders Show, empowering leaders to make a difference in the world. All right, welcome back. So we are in the middle of a very cool series, and I don't want to waste any time. I want to jump right back into this on today. But before I do that, I want to ask a small favor of you if you have any value out of this podcast ever in any way. Um, I want you to do something for me. I want you to go through the uh, Amazon app or the Spotify app, and I want you to leave a review of the podcast. Let me tell you why. Uh, when you leave a review, it does a couple of things. But number one, there are other people that are in search of empowerment. They don't know where it is. They're browsing and perusing the podcast apps. And they may just happen to land on your review and find out about this podcast and what it represents. And so uh, it would mean a lot to me if you would take the time to do that. And then it also helps in terms of data and analytics. The more reviews you have, the more visibility you're able to get for the podcast and so forth. And so I thank you in advance for taking the time to leave a review, and I thank you to everybody that has uh, review the podcast in the past. So I want to jump back into this series. When we finished the last series about starting it off right, I wasn't finished. And then the question became, where do I go next? And so uh, a lot of the series on this show mirror where I am in my life currently. And so I felt like growth was the topic. And so I want to continue that series today, Growth, the Journey to a Better You, and I want to um, extrapolate some principles and some tools that I believe can help you on your journey to success, maximizing your potential and fulfilling the reason for your existence. And so as someone that has empowered people around the world to fulfill purpose and realize their greatest potential, I realize that one of the questions that people continue to ask me over and over is what does it take to create a better life? If you ask any other person, they can give you a sentence or two and be done with it. But anybody that knows me, I'm not a one to two sentence person. And so if you ask me what it takes to produce a better life, I'm going to go into explicit detail about my journey and the lessons that I have learned along the way to create a better life. 
And so what I know to be true is that you cannot create a better life from a place of bondage. Um, One of the reasons that I even started to do this podcast years ago is because there was a lack of tools and resources around empowerment. And as I began to listen to the circuit and what different people were talking about, I felt like people were giving very shallow, bland, uh, uneventful answers that were not really providing people with real value for their lives. And so I wanted to create a platform where I could share principles and tools and strategies that would really enrich people's lives, expand their thinking, and empower them to embrace new possibilities for their lives. And so uh, what I know to be true is that if you want to create this better life, you can't do it from a place of bondage. And so many people look at my life today, they admire me, they see me as a respected thought leader, um, a person of impact in the world, but what they don't realize is that you have to go back several decades of work Uh, to really understand who I am and what I represent and that the person you see today was not the person that I always was and that there was a lot of work I had to do on myself in terms of my mindset, inner work, heart work, uh, so that I could become who I was created and destined to be. And so I want you to understand that you cannot really create a fulfilling life from a fragmented place. Let me say that again. You cannot create a fulfilling life from a fragmented place. And so I want to help you to get on that journey to doing the tough work. We don't like this word, but it's necessary so that you can produce the outcomes that you want. In other words, what I'm saying is that whatever holds you captive ultimately hijacks the change that you want to see in your life. So many people want to go forward in life. They want to get to the next level. They want to do great things. They want to make a meaningful contribution to the world. But until you deal with your captivity, you will never be empowered to be a catalyst and agent of change in the world. And so the change we want to see always has to begin with us. I talk to so many people, they want to change the world, and I say, before we change the world, let's change within. Let's do the deep inner work of our souls. Let's allow transformation to take place within us so that we can show up in the world as the most powerful and greatest expression of who we were created to be. From my life and journey, I know that a better life will demand a different you. And so many times we're so anxious to get to this new and this greater and this better, and we don't realize that you're going to have to be different um, in order to embrace that. You're going to have to evolve, and you're going to have to become a greater expression of who you were created to be. In other words, uh, in a world that celebrates gifts, I'm concentrated on growth and development. Over the years, uh, many people have come to me over the years for mentorship and guidance and help. Um, They want to reach their full potential. They want to learn from me, from my journey and my experiences. But um, session one is as far as most people get. Tell them about what I believe about mentorship and mentorship relationships and what I expect and what this entails. And by the time I give that first assignment, very few people came back. And so I say, am I doing something wrong? But what I realize is that 
people are not really interested in being mentored. Uh, people want to pick your brain. They want to talk to you for several hours. But when it goes into the real work of growth and development, very few people are willing to do the work to get to where they want to get in life. And so I believe we live in a world that um, is enamored with excellence, but we are not willing to pay the price to be excellent. And so it will always be admiration, but it will never be actualization for you uh, if you don't realize that growth and development is so important. But let me say this. I would not be who I am today without growth and development. I mean, we can attribute a lot of factors to our success. We can say our education. We can say the family line that we come from. We can say it's pedigree. We can say it's having the right connections and relationships. And while all of those things play somewhat of a role in your success, I believe that for me personally, the commitment to growth and development has been the catalyst to greatness and success in my life. And so I watch a lot of gifted people that mount platforms, and then we look up six months from now, and they're no longer there. And people say, how have you had the staying power to be at this this long and to still have the passion and the drive and the hunger to do it? And I say it's because of development. Uh, it was not so much looking for a stage or an opportunity. I just wanted to serve the world in the best way that I possibly could with the gifts that God has given me. And I realized that in order to really serve the world, I have to grow and develop as an individual. Because what we have is a lot of people that are serving um, out of gifting, but they are not serving from a place of growth and mastery. And so if you're only serving out of your gifting, uh, you're not growing and evolving as a person. You can't really bring any real value to the world. And so one of the things that I do with those that come to me, and, and these days I do less and less mentoring um, as I did back then, but one of the things that I tell mentees is that this is about your growth and development. I want you to be here for the long haul. I want you. I want to look up 20 years from now and you're still thriving and succeeding at the thing that I know you were put on this planet to do. And in order to build that type of resistance and resiliency in a person, it takes a lot of work. And so your potential means absolutely without personal mastery. Write that down. Your potential means absolutely nothing without personal mastery. You know, when I look around the world today, everybody is talking about potential. And I laugh because part of my assignment in the world is to unlock human potential. That is a gift on my life. I can go into any environment. I can sit down with Fortune 100, 500 executive companies. I can talk to political leaders. I know how to unlock potential. The problem is not with potential. The problem is that in order for you to truly reach your full potential, there is an element called personal mastery. And we have people trying to master spheres of influence that have not mastered themselves. I always tell people the greatest mastery in life is mastery over yourself. 
And if you can't master yourself, you can't really show up to the world as the greatest version of yourself, and you cannot make a significant contribution in the world around you if you're not mastering yourself. And so I always tell people, I look around the world, everybody is in competition with this person and that person. I stopped competing with people decades ago. I don't have any competition. I'm competing with the last version of myself to become the best version of myself. So I'm competing with myself, and I'm thriving, and I'm evolving, and I'm continually becoming a greater version of who I was created to be. And so when I live with that mentality, I don't have any competition. So I stop looking at what this person was doing and that person was doing. I watch people. They come to me all the time. They say, Janelle, this is the new trend. This is what everybody's doing. And they say, never mind. You're not a trendy person. You don't do what's trendy. No, I do exactly what I feel is best and best suited for me. And if that works for you, that's wonderful. But I don't jump on trends. I don't jump on what's popular because those things don't last. And then six months later, there's a new trend and they jump into this. And what they don't realize is that in the process, they're doing two things. They're losing time and they're losing more and more of themselves trying to be everything. What I know to be true, you cannot be everything to everybody, and you are not going to always make everybody happy. And so at some point, you're going to have to have the audacity to step into the authentic truth of who you are and to own it and to show up in the world as that person. Motivational quotes and inspirational words do not change your life. Mindset and intentionality and action are the keys to transforming your life. So what we do, uh, people get on social media, we post quotes, we post mantras, we post statements, we like it, we feel good, but that doesn't change your life. It is the mindset and the intentionality and the action that is going to produce the results that you want to see. What I know to be true is that you will never manifest a better life without a made-up mind. Let me say that again. You will never manifest a better life without a made-up mind. And I always tell people the last thing for most people to engage in the journey to success is the engagement of their minds. Write that down. The last thing for most people to engage on the journey to success is the engagement of the mind. And if your mind is not made up and you have not engaged the mind in that process, Nothing that you do is going to work. As we continue this new series, I want you to know that you are going to be challenged and stretched in ways that you have never been in your life before. Essentially, a fragmented you will never produce a better life. Write that down. A fragmented you will never produce a better life. And so many times trying to function at an optimized level and capacity from a place of fragmentation. At some point, you have to deal with the broken you so that you can become the best you. Write that down. you got to deal with the broken you in order to become the best you and the person that you were born and created to be. You cannot build a strong life with a weak foundation. So I talk to people. They want to be mentored. They want to do their lives. And when I begin to uh, excavate their foundation, it's weak. 
and they think they're just going to build this strong life and sustainable structure for their lives on a weak foundation, and everything that they build collapses, and they have to keep going back because they won't take the time to build their lives the correct way. This is what I know. If you cut corners in development, it is always going to come at the cost of your destiny. Write that down. If you cut corners in the developmental process, it's always going to come at the cost of your destiny. And so people will make a little progress for a little while, and then we look up and we say, what happened to so-and-so? What happened to them is that they thought that they could take shortcuts to success. There are no shortcuts to success. Success is something that you have to grow and develop into on a consistent basis. And so what I want us to understand and realize is that when you build on an unstable foundation, you produce an unsustainable life. Let me say that again. When you build on an unstable foundation, you produce an unsustainable life. And so often what we try to do is we have tried to fix what is no longer functional. And so we think we can just keep repairing things, but you can't just keep repairing things. As I said in the other episode, you have to get to the root of certain things in your life if you want to see change. And so we have tried to salvage things that do not support the stability or the sustainability of our lives. And so we keep trying to hold on. We're trying to get the glue and the tape and to put it back together Some things need to fall apart so that you can reach a place of freedom and wholeness in your life. Write that down. Some things need to fall apart so that you can reach a place of freedom and wholeness in your life. I don't know about anybody else. I can only speak for myself. But there came a point in my life where I realized we can't keep putting tape on this. We can't keep trying to glue this back together. Some things need to be totally so that you can develop and you can become who you were created and destined to be. Some things in your life are beyond repair. I want you to get this today. Some things in your life are beyond repair. And if you keep trying to repair uh, something that is not able to be fixed, you're going to just continue to be frustrated with your life. So some things we don't need to repair. We just need to release them and to let them go. Some things need to be erased in order to engineer a new reality for your life. And so the second pillar to growth is the pillar of belief. Let's delve into this in the time that I have left. Wow. Uh, Everybody wants their life to improve, but nobody wants to be inconvenienced. We say we want opportunities. We say we want open doors. We say we want platforms. We say we want success. But the minute opportunity knocks and all these things begin to open up in our lives, we make excuses for why we cannot embrace the opportunity. So it lets me know that we don't really want the opportunity. What we want is we want something that allows us to be conven- uh, to be, live in a place of comfort and convenience but still produce the change that we want in our lives. And the reality is that's not going to happen. You are going to have to get uncomfortable and you're going to have to get into unfamiliar territory in order for certain things to happen and change in your life. And so you've heard me say this before. If you do what you've always done, you get what you've always got. If you do different, you get different. And what different thing are you going to do that is going to determine the direction of your destiny and future? And so what we do, we pray, we pray, we pray, we hope, we believe, 
we desire, but we never pursue the things that we need to pursue. And so our lives just becomes one big loop of repeats, and repeats ultimately morph into regrets that rob us of the life that we were created and intended to live. What I know is that people assume that success is overnight. Success is a process, and it is a very intentional process. You don't succeed by osmosis. You don't succeed because you just hoped and prayed and wished and believed. You succeed intentionally. And process includes potential and the element of time. I don't even have time to delve into this. Process includes potential and the element of time. There's a scripture that says, in the fullness of time, God sent his son. In other words, there is an optimal time in your life where conditions are most suitable and favorable for your success. And in that moment, you have to decide, are you going to act or are you going to shrink back in fear? Are you going to pursue or are you going to be paralyzed by anxiety and um, all of these psychological constructs that you've created for why you can't have it and you don't deserve that in your life. What I want us to understand is that what happens to the seed of your potential is determined by your development. What happens to the seed of your potential is determined by your development. And success demands investments, and those investments must be made daily. What amazes me is that people will come to me, what is the secret to success, Jamel? I want to go to the next level in my life. I want to reach my potential. And I begin to ask them, what are you doing? And they'll have a six-month span, a two-year span, where there was total inactivity, no investments being made in growth and development, no investments being made in their future. What I want you to know is that if you're not investing in your greatness and your growth, you're investing in your mediocrity. And we're always investing in something, but you got to invest wisely in the things that are actually going to improve and enhance your life. And so what I want us to understand is that without investments, you cannot build um, equity or have returns. Without investments, you don't build equity and you don't get returns. Returns without investments is a violation of laws and principles. So what we have is a lot of people and I have nothing against the self-help and the motivational space, but one of the reasons I distance myself from it is because we have lied to people. We have told them if they think positive thoughts, uh, have good vibes, uh, you know, muster up these strong, positive feelings that things were going to change in their lives, and that's not the reality. So we have people that want great returns, they want big audiences, great platforms, and they have made zero investments. And I say, how are you going to get to that reality without investment? You cannot reap where you have not sown. It is a violation of universal laws and principles for you to reap a harvest in a field that you have not sown. A field has to be cultivated before a field can yield a harvest in your life. And so we have a lot of undeveloped fields, but we're looking for this abundant harvest to manifest, and it's just not a reality. Um, Something must always be given before something is received. And we live in a world where people just want to receive and get and get and get, but there's no giving. In other words, all elevation demands an exchange. There is an exchange that has to take place in your life in order for um, you to embrace certain promises and realities. Most people want rewards without sacrifice. 
celebration without capacity and recognition without results. Let me say that again. Most people want reward without sacrifice, celebration without capacity, and recognition without results. All growth comes at the cost of inconvenience. Write that down. All growth comes at the cost of inconvenience and discomfort. So you know what I'm getting ready to ask you. How uncomfortable are you willing to get in order to embrace a new reality for your life? How willing are you to embrace discomfort if that's the thing that will usher you into the next dimension of your life? Show me a person that is not willing to embrace discomfort, and I will show you a person that has never developed. All growth begins at discomfort. Write that down. All growth begins at discomfort. Notice what I didn't say. All growth does not begin because we have a strong hope. All growth does not begin because we have a strong desire. All growth does not begin because we say positive words. All growth does not begin because we have uh, positive declarations and affirmations. Growth begins at discomfort. And if you are not willing to do anything to get to a place of being uncomfortable in your life, you will always live a mediocre and average life. Discomfort is the access code that unlocks the next dimension in your life. The greatest blockage to a better you is your belief system. Write that down. The greatest blockage to a better you is your belief system. Show me what a person thinks, and I will show you the entire trajectory of their life. That's a powerful statement. Show me what a person thinks. I will show you the entire trajectory of their life. And so if you were anything like me, you have some self-limiting beliefs, perceptions, inferior philosophies about life and psychological constructs that have held you back again and again. And every time you try to take two steps forward, you take two steps back. You cannot blame environment. You cannot bring, blame culture. You cannot blame circumstances. The reality is that you are where you are because you choose to, do, to be there. And what are you going to do differently to move your life forward to the next level? Your life is a reflection of whatever has taken up residence in your mind. Your life today, March 4th, 2023, or whenever you listen to this podcast, is a reflection of whatever has taken up residence in your mind. Your moments reveal what occupies your mind. I don't have to know a person in depthly. I can talk to them in a matter of moments, and I can determine everything that they are and everything that they represent because your moments are a reflection of your mind. Whatever you have been thinking about, you're going to speak about. And whatever you're thinking about, you're going to act it out. And so our lives are a manifestation of whatever we have allowed to control our mind, good, bad, or indifferent. All the data we need to discover who you are and what you represent can be downloaded from your mind. What I want you to understand is your belief system determines what you build and ultimately what your life becomes. Your belief system determines what you build 
and ultimately what your life becomes. We can trace the origin of any cycle or pattern in your life back to a thought. When I learned this years ago, it transformed my life because I began to do what I call mind mapping. I began to look at choices, decisions, associations, financial choices, all of the decisions that have been made and are being made in my life. And I began to trace all of them back to a thought. And that thought became a thought pattern and process, which ultimately became a belief system and a paradigm that shaped how I live my life. And as I began to address self-limiting beliefs and perceptions, there was a lot of toxic stuff in my that was not conducive or congruent with the reality that I wanted to create. So I had to begin to dissect and deconstruct some things so that I could begin to transform my thinking in different areas to produce a different outcome. Uh, while we trivialize the power of thought, we fail to realize that our thoughts design uh, the traps or decide the transformation of our lives. Let me say that again. Our thoughts design the traps or decide the transformation of our lives. There is no chapter constructed in your life that has not been constructed by your thoughts. And so I always tell people, if we could look at the chapters of your life, wherever you are in your story right now, we can see how each chapter has been constructed by your thoughts. The things that you are thinking are determining and deciding everything about your life. There is no path you take that is not shaped by your paradigm. Let me say that again. There is no path you take that is not shaped by your paradigm. So your beliefs determine what, number one, what you focus on or attention how do I say this? Attention is one of the most powerful forms of currency that exists. Everything in this universe, I mean, social media, television, movies, entertainment, everything is vying for your attention. And whatever has your attention holds your destiny. Write that down. Whatever has your attention holds your destiny. People ask me, how in the world have you written 11 books? How in the world... Are you doing the different things that you're doing? I'm doing it because I have learned how to guard my attention. And I only give my attention to the most important priorities in my life. I don't let people waste my time. I don't entertain distractions. I know the power of saying no. So you have got to be very careful and mindful of what you give your attention to. What you give attention to has authority over your world and what you give attention to is what will ultimately, uh, what you give access to your world. So your life is filled and furnished by what you choose to focus on. Attention is not just the concentration of your eyes. It is the concentration of your energy. Your life is consumed with whatever you have been concentrating on. So if you want to know where your focus is right now, all we have to do is look at your life. Whatever is consuming your life right now tells me everything that I need to know about what you've been concentrating on. Attention determines what you perceive, and what you perceive, excuse me, determines what is ultimately possible for your life. What we have to understand is that we will either give our attention to distractions 
or give our attention to destiny. If you give your attention to distractions, you will squander the seed of your potential. Write that down. If you give your attention to distractions, you will squander the seed of your potential. If you give your attention to destiny, you will realize your potential. So you got as we deal with this aspect of belief system, you have got to guard your focus. Make sure that you are focused on the things that are going to move your life forward, and your focus is always deciding your future. So be very careful with that. Number two, um, your belief system determines what you found your life upon or your standards. A standard is a principle or value that shapes how you live your life. If I had to say, why is the world in the state that it's in today? It's because we have a world that is governed by weak standards and low principles. And so standards are the foundational stones and pillars that our lives are built upon. I like to say that our standards shape how we think, how we make decisions, how we see the world, and how we relate to other people. Weak standards will produce a mediocre life. However, what we understand also is that high standards produce an exceptional life. Your standards ultimately set the bar for your performance and decide what happens to the seed of your potential. Standards are a measurement of your morals, your values, and your principles. Now, you know, I could spend 20 episodes talking about this because what we have is a crisis of morality in leadership. When I talk with leaders in business and government, one of the most important conversations that I have with leaders today is the conversation of morality. Morality is not something that we get to decide and define. Morality is eternal truth that has been established. And if we don't govern our power and our influence by morality and standards, we produce corrupt leaderships that ultimately produces a depraved society. And so what's happening in the world, we're like, why are all these things happening? Why is all this evil um, happening in the world? And what we don't realize is because when you put leaders with no values no standards, no principles into positions of power, you collapse structures. So we're seeing the collapse of systems and institutions and governments around the world because we have people with absolutely no standards trying to lead us. And so, excuse me, one of the things that we have to do as leaders, we have to begin to enforce values and principles and standards. We have to hold ourselves accountable and hold other people accountable that power is not something that we can just do whatever we want with. Power brings with it responsibility and accountability and transparency and authenticity. And so without high standards, we produce reckless lives that are defined by reproach and shame. Your standards set your boundaries for what is acceptable and unacceptable in your life. Standards create dividing lines, and these dividing lines um, help us in our decision-making capacity, excuse me, and capabilities. In other words, it helps us not to live in the gray. 
when we blur the lines, the bar is lowered and everyone suffers in the process. I don't have time to stay there. I can already tell you I'm not going to finish this. So I'll just, I'm going to leave off here and continue for just a moment about standards because there's no way I'm going to cover the other pillars for a belief system. So this will turn into another part. Um, let me just say this about standards. Uh, when you have high standards in your life, it's going to shape everything. It's going to shape your thoughts. It's going to shape your words. It's going to shape your actions. It's going to shape your relationship constellation. When you have high standards, you can associate with everybody. You have to associate higher. And before you give people access into your life, you have to be clear and also make sure that they are clear that this is the standard, this is the bar, and either we're going to come up to this bar or this relationship is not going to uh, be sustainable. And so what we need now in the world is more leaders with high standards, high accountability, high personal integrity that refuse to compromise their convictions. I don't care the opportunity, the dollar amount, or what prestige it offers you. There are some things you have to have the ability to say no to so that you can say yes to your destiny and your future. What I want you to get to is a place in your life where your standards guide every decision you make, every move you make, and every action that you take. What the world needs is more leaders with standards, convictions, principles that anchor them even in moments of crisis and uncertainty. I didn't get nearly as far as I wanted to get, excuse me, this morning, but I hope that you have gotten some truths and principles out of this uh, time together that will help you to become a better you. It looks like this is going to turn into quite a series because I, I just knew I was going to get through belief system, but I didn't. So this is going to turn into an additional part, and then we'll move into the next metric of growth and the journey to a better you. So I hope you've gotten something out of this today. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. I look forward to seeing you again for another episode real soon. Until then, be blessed.